0: Tele One Air. I'm Mike Stockton coming to you from Frankfurt, online Germany. And I'm Balash Renzi coming to you from
1: Kassler, Germany. Hello, Michael. Welcome back, (laughs) Balash. I wanted to be the first one to say hi this time. Uh, Thank you. I'm back uh, since two two days. Yeah, two days. It's been long.
0: Yeah, you really did a tour and uh, you visited my home state. You visited. Paris in the springtime, technically. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the lovely city of Geneva.
1: Oh, yeah. And then as a as a crescendo, yesterday I visited
0: <laughs> Stuttgart. Yeah, which got uh, in the way of our rendezvous, but I'm glad you went yeah. because you went for a uh, a good reason. Yeah, so, uh, sadly. Uh, to pick up your new Porsche, right? Oh, that's a joke because it's a Sunday and nothing's open in Germany on Sunday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not even Porsche dealerships. That's true. Um, yeah, the donorship shop was open, uh, but that about it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had to do my my uh, citizen duty. But, anyways, I don't want to talk about that because the the, uh, the 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 experience and the emotions are still fresh. But yes, I visited your home state and for the first time, and. and- I have to say it was lovely. Um, I was in Miami and I I realized, um, unlike in San Diego, for example, and of course in New York, you should not visit Miami without a vehicle because it's yeah. going to be a pain in the back <laughs> to get from A to B. Yeah,
0: yeah. and you, you stayed downtown, didn't you?
1: Yes, I was in downtown. So it was kind of okay because you could, like, I, I walked to the, the FTX Arena, which is interesting, you know, for me to see the the the, where the heat played and i went to a game actually but when i went to the miami design district in south beach i obviously had to take an uber so i could walk around in the in the area like really down downtown but that about it
0: yeah downtown miami is not really a a city to walk around and it's kind of
1: a bunch of business buildings and hotels
0: and stuff yeah. if i'm not mistaken yeah so. exactly exactly
1: but but it was still nice it was it was um very cool experience um i I love the weather it was a bit too humid for me um (laughs) wait till august yeah it was super humid not the not the not the heat you know i don't mind it was 28 29 that's that's not a problem but it was super humid and um and that was that was strange but i have to say otherwise it was it was brilliant and and um i'd love to go go back um spend some more time in south beach did you try any cuban food while you were there um, not, the uh, nothing special, just the usual, you know, the, 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 well, I guess maybe you would call it more Tex-Mex than, than, or Mexican food and than, than, um, Cuban food, not, okay. not, not particularly. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a short trip, not that long.
0: Well, you'll have to go back and, uh, I should, yeah, maybe, maybe you could spend before we get into the agenda and uh the Hangalangs controller maybe you can just spend a spend a second on why you went to miami
1: yeah i went to miami for uh an event uh, it was a release by maurice lacroix and um, some of you i see you're raising your eyebrows but um, don't do that because um it was a very interesting um well a watch obviously it was a new model they came out with, and the the reason they chose Miami is um, because this watch comes in multiple colors, and um, um, I think the, um, the the overall idea was, you know, to to kind of um, go to a place that is trendy, that is young, that is hip, that is mm-hmm. colorful, um, kind of by the sea or by the ocean. This in this case. Um, Anyways, the watch is called the the Icon Tide, hashtag Tide. And um, you can already check Maurice Lacroix's website out and and, and see the watch for yourself. And um, this is basically um, a plastic watch or a watch that uses plastic from uh, the sea, the ocean. I don't know. Have you ever been to any of these big uh, Adidas uh, stores, Mike? Like I have. where you have the the running shoes and stuff. You might have seen these displays because Adidas also does this with the shoes. They do these um, recycled material shoes. Have yeah, you seen like that? all these
0: little different flecks of color and stuff. Is that what you're talking about?
1: Exactly, exactly. So they basically take the the PET or PET mm-hmm. bottles and they like grind them down into these little. Um, pellets or whatever you call them these little crystals and then they melt them color them and then they use it they they basically make the the um like a thread out of it and that's the that that they use for the shoe and in this case maris lacroix uses that to create the case of the watch that's cool yeah it's um it's a it's a pretty pretty nice watch i have to say um comes in a bunch of colors from blue to pink to yellow to orange to to green to to, to dark blue and baby blue it's like three shades of blue and black and whatever um it's a quartz movement obviously um but you have uh the rubber strap is interchangeable you have this uh fast release spring bars built into the the bracelet or the strap the rubber strap um it's uh water resistant to 100 meters. Um, it has a screw down crown and so you know in in i think overall um for what you're getting for money it's uh it's a pretty decent deal yeah and um it's obviously something that young people or or sporty people might enjoy there are two versions you have the ladies versions which is a bit more expensive because it has uh quote-unquote diamonds uh, on the dials so that's 850 euros and then you have the the normal, the regular versions, the regular um, Loom indexes, which is six ninety. So, um, and it comes in a coffee cup, okay. which doubles as the box, and then this co- like a like a recup, as they say in Germany, mm-hmm. and then there comes in a little bag. Like a little, like a tiny little backpack kind of thing. It's not a backpack, but it looks like a backpack. It's the size of a coffee cup. So you can, uh, you can use the backpack on the beach. You can pack your phone in it, your sunglasses, your, your sunscreen, whatever. And then you can use it. um, And basically that's the, um, the, um, the, the box. So there's the bag. Cool. This little bag. In the bag, there's the coffee cup, and in the coffee cup is the watch. And then the case. I mean, the the watch is in a holder. You can take the watch out of the coffee cup, and then it's a watch stand. Oh, so nice. everything is yeah, everything is pretty pretty um, useful. I have to say. So um, yeah, forty millimeter case, as I said, um, or I didn't say that, but now I said it. Forty millimeter case, hundred m- meter water resistance, um, upcycled plastic. Right?
0: Hmm? all quartz correct yes 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 yeah. all
1: quartz like, I'm, uh, I'm guessing eventually they might come up with mechanical watches in the, in the future I'm not sure um, for now it's quartz uh, you have a date at 3 o'clock um, you have um, rubber strap with a normal buckle um, and as I said you can change the rubber strap so basically you can have whatever color buckle, uh, whatever colored rubber strap on, on whatever color case and um, it's in the icon icon collection you know how that looks like with the with the um, the indexes or the the what do you call it faucets at six mm-hmm. two four six uh what is it sorry twelve two four six eight and ten nice yeah
0: yeah they're they're kind of neat and in, in, in light of a watch that we'll most certainly talk about here in a couple of minutes um <laughs> another <laughs> yeah. another resin based watch uh, it, oh, yeah, this one sort of came out right before and bit quietly, but they're fun. And they are, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's at least noble to
1: uh, try to help the planet one little watch at a time, I guess, right? I think so. And, and, you know, shout out to the, to the team, uh, at Boris Locke Rock they've been lovely people, uh, each and every one of them that I've met on the, on the, on the trip. And actually last week in Geneva, I met them again, but they had nothing new to show obviously, because I've seen the watch already, but, uh, we did some little, little something with them. Um, yes, it's, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's a great, th- I don't know how, you know, how many bottles you have to remove from the ocean. I'm guessing it's, it's just a drop in a bucket, but at least it's something. And I'm guessing it's not about cleaning up the ocean or creating watches. It's rather raising the attention to these yeah, things. Yeah. like no. Same thing that Oris is doing and, and a few Bright other brands. with their
0: straps. And, there you go. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's really cool. And um, yeah, so so you really kind of kicked off our episode today, which we're going to oh. be talking about new releases because we're actually we're recording this, I guess, on... What is what right right before the last day of Watches and Wonders, uh, but Yo. there are a lot of other brands that really who release things uh, around this period. Mm-hmm. And before we get to that, though, I think hmm. we should do a Handelinx controller, and mm-hmm. I'll give your uh, vocal cords a little little break. I'll go first here. <laughs> Thank you. So this is good timing because. <clears throat> This morning I received an email at work and a package had arrived and Ooh. FedEx dropped off a, uh, a brand new Aquastar. So, uh, we ran a little bit of a hot take using some press photos on a new Aquastar chronograph. And this is a follow-up to the 2020 Aquastar Deep Star re-release, which was a, uh, a hit, um, by all accounts. It, it was made in four different colors and limited quantities and they all sold out. And, you know, some like myself who have a smaller wrist just said, Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, this watch is great, but it's a bit big for me. And Mm -hmm. Aquastar sort of kicked off their PR material with, Hey, we've listened. And they came out with a watch that is uh, 39 millimeters by 47 millimeters. So,
1: Nice. Yeah. And We're just 30, 42, right? The I other mean, one actually original, is sorry, the first one.
0: It's actually 40 and a half, but the, the lug oh, okay. is uh 50 and a half. So it's, okay. it's really long. And this one is, it's great. Uh, it, it's same lug to lug, by the way, as the time only deep star two, but you know, it has a bigger diameter to fit in that movement. So as a result, Instead of the 19 millimeter lugs on the Deep Star Two, this one has 21 millimeter lugs, oh. and some people were a little bit critical about this in an Instagram post I made. But I think proportionally, had they done 20, it would have looked a little bit strange. And it looks nice. It, it ships on a Tropic. Um, yeah, maybe one other point. You know, it has all the same specs basically as the chronograph we saw. So a Laju Pare column wheel Mm -hmm. chronograph. So very Mm -hmm. nice. And, you know, with that though, I believe it's 14.8 millimeters thick, which is not a thin watch. Um, but you know, this case wears really nicely. The lugs come down and I think visually, you know, some, some watches have a very thick mid case. This is sort of about right. You're not going to mistake this for the original one in the, uh, sixties, but mm-hmm. still a, still a really nice wearing watch. And they'll make a beads of rice bracelet in the next couple of weeks, uh, for it. they will make that available for, I think a uh, hundred or 200 bucks. And yeah, the, the watch is retailing for, let me tell you exactly $2,790 with a regular price of 3590. Now This one is not a limited edition, but it is limited in the quantity they can make per year. So Mm -hmm. 300 per year and Mm -hmm. only with a dark gray dial. And boy, my eyes are failing me. I think this is a black tropic I don't think it's dark gray. So I like it. And yeah, stay tuned for a uh, hands-on review once I
1: have the opportunity to take some photographs. So... Now the Aquastar family has three models, right? You have the big one, let's call it the big one, the 2020 yep. model, as you just mentioned. Yep. We have the new model, this one, which is the 39 millimeter version. And then we have the time only, right? Yep, which and is
0: 36 and a half, I believe. Which
1: is maybe the size of what the original chronograph might Correct. have been, back Correct. or something like that. So, right, so you have two chronographs Virtually the same uh, looks, but different sizes. And then you have the time-only version, which actually, to me, looks the most like the vintage one because of the white uh, um, Mm sub-register. But um, in any case, it's a a nice watch. I mean, I've seen, well, uh, I think you got the first one right before we went to the Netherlands. And, of course, we did the video there, and I, I saw it, and I remember talking to Rick on the phone and he said they want people want this size and he was right but i think he was also wrong or well i'm guessing he wasn't wrong but there are people who 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 needed a smaller version so it's really cool that as you said indeed that they're listening and they're making it in a in a more um i guess affordable (laughs) or size or or comfortable size for a for somebody with a smaller wrist like like yourself yeah and finishing is really nice i mean that's not a
0: an inexpensive watch, but I think everyone who's who's gotten their other releases and the Deep Star 2 is in the midst of shipping still, uh, has mm-hmm. been really satisfied. And yeah, the, the the response has been favorable so far. So yeah, like I said, look out for an article and uh cool. What mm-hmm. do you got on your wrist today?
1: Um Uh-oh, here I, we go. I swear to God, I swear to God <laughs> this is uh <laughs> I swear to God this is an accident because I see that the, the notes or what the brand that we're about to talk and it is exactly the first one on your note. Oh wow. All right. Let's bring it. Yeah. It's it has to be the moon's watch. Wow. And which one is that, Balash? Um it's the well I'll let you guess. I can help you. It's a um the case why how should I help you wait let me let me think oh no it is named after a planet that that's if you start. know huh that's a good start its named after <laughs> its name after a planet hmm? <laughs> that what well, well, it could have been the pluto because pluto is not a planet anymore as we know nor is the, the sun or the, or the, the, moon. the moon there right? you go so it is a planet um, which The name was used in maybe in a NASA mission. And it starts with an S. Is it also the name of your favorite electronics retailer in Germany? (laughs) That's the joke. You talk to RJ because that's the joke he had uh, when he gave me the box as well. I've never been there, but I've been to Media Markt. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one.
0: Saturn. Saturn,
1: indeed. Indeed. Um, Yeah, it's... uh, that's the one, uh, one of the, uh, so the, uh, I guess maybe not the most popular of all the pieces. I don't know. I guess I Mars
0: the is the most popular, isn't it? The red no, we,
1: one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, that's what, uh, G Pops had on, uh, during uh, Watches and Wonders. And, um, very sweet watch. I like the Moon as well. The Moon, the Moon MoonSwatch, mm-hmm. the regular Moon Um, the Saturn is the only one with the ring, right? So the the six o'clock sub dial has this ring, like the Saturn. I think Saturn has sixteen rings, actually. But so it's uh, yeah, it, it kind of stands out. Like the the Mars has the 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 Alaska uh, hands, so that's why that's a bit different. This one has the rings on the on Saturn, so that's why this one is a bit different. So. Yeah.
0: So I, so I I, I think. In some ways, there's been so much said about these, but on the on, on the other hand, I I do want to spend a couple minutes just talking about the the lead up to this and the the funny WhatsApp notes we were sending about mm-hmm. <laughs> if because you were in Paris and I was here and and boy yeah we, we, and and. I mean, we all got pictures from all around the world oh, yeah. basically of what was going on and and of course foolishly we thought either the night before or early that morning, oh yeah, we'll just get in line and get one. But I, um
1: I even went to two shops cuz I thought it's pff, not going to be a problem.
0: Yeah. And uh but but before we get to that, uh
1: tell us, how do you like it? Um I don't like it to be honest. Really? I love it. Oh. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> all right i'm on fire today and so are you so uh it's gonna be a fun episode (laughs) no i do i actually i know you know what people will listen to this podcast and they will say oh my goodness these two fanboys (laughs) call me a fanboy if you will i i love this watch um i don't love everything that i um look at or review and you know that we we don't but this one is very cool and i tell you why um it has enough features to be very close to the Speedmaster in terms of size, the case, shape, the bezel. But it's still, don't forget, it's, regardless what you see on Chrome 24, Facebook Marketplace, or eBay, it's a 250 euro yeah. plastic watch, yeah, bioceramic. And it just does that. It looks fun. It's light. It's, it's cool to have... Mm, how should I say this? You know, because the speed you you have speedies. I have speedies. We've kind of socialized around speedmasters twenty four seven um and it's just so funny to look down your wrist and you see something that looks almost exactly like a speedy, but it's colorful, not, yeah. it's but it's not it's colorful, it's fun, it's light. um people sometimes take I think this this watch too seriously. You know, it's like it's a it's oh, a ripoff Speedmaster. It's not. You mean the thousands of people who stood
0: outside and got into fights? They took
1: <laughs> it seriously, right? <laughs> Man, that's yeah. I mean, it was it was insane, really insane. But I think it's a fun watch, and I think when it will be available, and I I think it was, by the way, a brilliant move by Omega to release it. I know a lot of people are mad about it. I know a lot of people are hating on it. I think it was a brilliant move um at at it in in any case it helped the hype um but keep in mind it is hyped it might go for crazy prices on on these platforms yet and right now but this watch will be available for everybody yeah and online just wait and see
0: and as i hypothesized at least i i think you know, I made the point in an article just about what's next. Uh, Swatch doesn't come out with new cases all the time. And mm-hmm. when they do, they typically stick with them for a while. And I think that's going to mean more variants in the future. You know, maybe this will be a, an annual or seasonal thing where they come out with more. So I, I think this this will be here to stay. And, and to your point, uh, just be patient and they'll, they'll – they'll be around
1: right yeah. I, I i don't love all of them i have to say yeah
0: I, i'm with you i'm with you
1: i don't I... love all of them but the ones like the moon watch that that uh that, um i think you're getting uh, or this one or the mars those are nice pe- i mean and, and you know each to its own it's 11 watches you yep. can all find one that you like yep. um you can get one for your wife you can get one for your daughter you can get one for your your son who wants to get into watches you can get one for yourself whatever it's it's a fun thing and if you don't like it dude just just scroll on keep on moving there are so many watches so many releases so many models to choose from 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 a 50 60 80 euro G-Shock which is also in front of me on a table to a 50,000 euro watch it's yeah the catalog is just massive just go on but if you like it or if you're intrigued by it, check it out, and I'm sure you'll love it.
0: That's oh, cool. It's very cool, and yeah, spend a, a couple minutes uh, going back to the the events before the 26th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was well. Once the leak occurred, and and once things went public, mm-hmm. yeah, I had. I had friends in, in other places that I, that I had even reached out to and, and said, yeah, I said, I know you're not near a, a swatch store and I drag <laughs> my wife down there and maybe even my daughter. And that means we could get six. Of course, they, they changed that to one per person. And yeah. it was really funny. Uh, we, we, we thankfully had the opportunity to, to secure one yeah, and, I shot RJ a note. It was like eight 30 on the Saturday or Saturday morning, the 26th. I said, Hey, uh, I was thinking about walking down there. Any idea what it's like? And he just said, don't go. And he, he had sent a picture from Rotterdam and my wife actually had to do some shopping down there. So she rode her bike downtown and (laughs) she took a picture and some video And it was pretty, pretty unbelievable. Um, (laughs) So I went down, I think around... And your wife is
1: accustomed to that, by the way, to the watch industry.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Imagine someone
1: who doesn't know what's going on.
0: Yeah, and and she was right there and there's an escalator coming up into that plaza from the subway station below. And this sort of just normal person and his wife uh, walked up and he goes... Oh my God! He goes. I didn't think it would be like this. And they <laughs> turned around and left. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. By noon, I walked over. Uh, my daughter was swimming nearby at a, uh, lessons, and I just had to see the the craziness. And even then, it was it was still wild. Uh, my wife actually stopped in later that day and just asked what was going on and. Of course, they said, yeah, we're all sold out, but we'll get some very soon. And then also she commented that basically anybody who had gotten to Frankfurt overnight up until like four or five in the morning got a watch, which Mm. honestly, the chaos that ensued there. I don't know how she knew that because sorry to say this, and I know it's not nice to, to stereotype, but. Germany is the you know is known for having a lot of rules, mm-hmm. but waiting in line is not one of them. It's, it's anti England basically, where queuing is sort of a, a national pastime, and <laughs> there's no way that you know so, some of these people who got there way way early had to have gotten squeezed out, which is a shame, but. Again, it, th- there will be more, and and the police even came over the bullhorn and said, "This is not a limited edition," which has to be the first time <laughs>
1: Frankfurt police ever uttered such words. So, <laughs> probably the first time in history, to be honest. Yeah, cra- crazy, Imagine, right? That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, whenever you see these things, there's a, there's always those guys, <laughs> like those guys, you know. Yeah, and but that's the same with sneakers, right? That's the same with any collaboration.
0: Yeah. So it was, it was pretty wild. I, I I do recall going back to the place where my daughter was swimming and these two young guys came in who each had a flick flack bag and they <laughs> each got one. And mm. so no clue how early they were or if they, you know, muscled their way to the front, but <laughs> they were kind of looking at them and looking around as if they were opening up a, uh, <laughs> you know, platinum day date, you know, what? it's like somebody was gonna gonna come over and steal it. So uh, I, I thought about walking over to him, but I didn't. So
1: I actually yeah. heard somebody got stabbed in the process, not in Germany, but in some other place.
0: Yeah, I think there was some fighting in Frankfurt. I bet most places had a bit of pushing. I think in yeah. um, Covent Garden in, um, in in London, was not it in London? Yeah, they, they closed so, yeah. everything down in the UK after that event. And yeah, yeah. Tokyo yeah. never opened. Mm hmm. Uh, which is he got, interesting because you got scared yeah the the Japanese are accustomed to waiting in line for limited editions overnight mm-hmm. in fact, there are signs outside of stores that tell people to please be quiet and respect the neighbors if you're waiting for limited edition products, which is just hilarious, but stuff got out of hand and I'm trying to think where else we heard stories. What it was
1: uh, Australia was crazy as well. Yep. Um paris I'm, I have to tell you, absolutely insane. yep, um there was four stores in Paris uh, that sold and uh, more Swatch <laughs> stores, but four so, four stores sold it, and I've been to two and uh, not uh, at two around it. both were crazy um and people were asking it was funny because you had the the people queuing up, and then you had the people mobbing the people queuing up just Never. looking yeah. and then they were like you know it's that's tourists everywhere in paris even in, in march whatever and they were like my oh, bet there's celebrity inside i oh, probably george clooney well oh, i don't know what's going on sorry do you know what's going on like people talking and trying to figure out. it was so funny so and more and more people stopped and they keep just just to see this you know people keep on looking talking to the people in the queue uh, so it's interesting to see this stuff.
0: Yeah. And the, the funny thing was I walked a few blocks over to the Omega boutique because I knew that all 11 were in the window. And mm-hmm. I think one person came over and looked at it while I was looking at them. I, I just wanted to see them. And I, I had to ask myself, all these people who were kind of bum rushing the stage, do they even know what they were buying or did they just buy the hype? Um, who knows? But yeah, yeah, they will, they will uh, be fl- be plentiful, and it, it was. It, 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 I I don't like human behavior around this type of stuff, but on the other hand, as a longtime Swatch fan and of course Speedmaster fan, it was kind of <laughs> kind of crazy that a watch uh, or a series of watches could generate so much uh, yeah. enthusiasm.
1: And you know, it also generates the discussion: was it a good move or was it not? Mm-hmm. And I think this this whole topic is worth its own episode, and we're not going to get into that. But it's funny because I talk to people, and some people say it's it's brilliant. They're going to teach this in ten years, fifteen years at marketing school. And others said, "It's a lousy move. It just cheapens the brand." I, I tend to believe the 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 former, but
0: we'll yeah, see. I think yeah, will tell. I think if they don't uh, overplay their hand, I think it's I think it's super cool. I. I don't want to see another episode like that. So I hope the next thing mm. they do, they make it available online as well. Although mm-hmm. I don't know if you recall those Damien Hirst Mickey mouse watches. Yes, they were, of course. you know, I got one of the, the less limited pieces and that was crazy online, you know, yeah. locked yeah. up the, uh, their site and everything. So people and it was are, even
1: cheaper, wasn't it? Like 120 bucks or something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah.
0: So who knows, but anyhow, very, very cool stuff. So mm-hmm. as mentioned, we, we've we already started with the Aquastar and the moon swatch. We're going to, we're going to hit a number of new pieces or new, new things. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, uh, we're going to do this over a couple episodes. So you'll, you'll get two weeks of new release talk and I'll kick things off because I, yes. as as they say uh, in America, had a cup of coffee in Switzerland on Tuesday. So, I was in and out. And Tuesday was the...
1: I almost had a bad joke about that. But.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and the, we could make lots of jokes. Like that cup of coffee cost uh, the same as a car or something. But uh,
1: That was more about anyhow. in and out. But yeah. Like the burger. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, fair enough. So, yeah. I flew on Tuesday morning. Uh, took a, Took a day of vacation. I figured this is going to be really worthwhile. Uh, I I flew into Zurich first thing in the morning and uh, met a bunch of people I know who are in the Breitling Club and just a lot of fun people I hadn't seen. Some some I saw in Geneva last August, but just some folks I hadn't seen in a couple years and. Then uh, Bert from our team and uh, Thomas von Stratten, who will join us in May, uh, met, met us there as well. And we got to Zurich. We um, left uh, security, basically, and then checked into a chartered flight, which mm-hmm. was uh, to Geneva. So that's like basically... Uh, truly a, a puddle jump, right? And Yeah. And it was neat. The the check-in area for these uh, charter flights had these yellow carpets, all with blue brightling stuff. And it went through uh, security and then down to the gates where the flights, I thought it was just one plane, but it turned out it was three planes. Mm-hmm. They had chartered three Swiss airplanes, three Airbus planes, so about 600 people apparently. And we kind of hung out in the gate area. They had refreshments, which were fantastic. And again, just ran into a lot of people hadn't seen in quite a while. And we ultimately boarded the plane and they came through the aisles with trolleys. They were people kind of dressed up in sort of like fifties looking, uh, garb, um, uh, you know, uh, flight attendant garb,
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: they handed out the new Navitimers for people to look at. So it was a really cool event. Um, I sat it next like to. It was like a touch you
1: know, and feel session, basically. Yeah,
0: but but while we were right in on the, the air, on a, yeah, was, yeah, which was really cool
1: and awesome.
0: I mean, very very unique. And by the way, um, you know, not that it not that it will satisfy everyone, but Breitling did um, carbon neutralize the uh, all those the, those plane flights. So the um, I sat next to Stephanie Adam, who's the, the head of PR, I believe for Germany for Breitling. And then I sat next to Greg who owns West time, which is a, uh, uh a series of watch shops in, I believe he's got them in uh, LA, San Diego and Miami. And hmm. it was really fun. We, we just had a good time watches getting passed back and forth and the the new Navitimer, timer. Is fantastic. It's uh, it's a great looking watch. I had kind of gotten a little bit of a, a sneak preview on this, and you know the Navitimer is is the most iconic watch I think from Breitling, and it was really the last of the line to be modernized under under Kern here, and mm-hmm. they waited till this year because it's the 70th anniversary of the Navitimer, and it brings in a lot of touches from the 806, which was really the kind of the most iconic model of the Navitimer, the one that started out in 52 and was made up until I think the early seventies. And it basically features a, a, a slightly domed crystal and a lot of the looks from that retro model. And the dial is a bit closer to the, the crystal versus the last one, which I felt was quite far away. And the big news here is that it's available in 41, 43, and 46 millimeters, but the 41 millimeter, which is actually true to the original case size, is now available with the BO1 uh, in-house movement. So the 7750 is no longer offered on the Navitimer, and that was the only choice for the small size. Hmm. Um, Brightling used a lot of colors in these dials, and in fact, the dial choices between the sizes are different, so you don't have all the same colorways in each size. Um, the 41 and the 43 actually fit me quite well. The 41, they slimmed the lugs down a bit, so it is definitely made and geared for both men and women. Uh, but really impressive watch, great release, and there were obviously tons of people there who were kicking off their trip to Geneva with that day, which was a great way to do it. And yeah, it was a, it was a nice way to start the whole call it release season. So really enjoyable. And I was home by eight twenty that night, uh, <laughs> Geneva to Frankfurt. So it was great.
1: Yes. Very jealous. It's uh, must've been really a cool, cool experience. And I think they, they, um, I mean Brightlink the the team that did a great job not only with the event obviously because I mean imagine moving 600 people around it must be crazy but also with the new models um obviously I think uh, we might talk about the 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 theme that we see in in the new releases and the, we've seen this already before that it's colors 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 right yeah. so very very colorful pieces not only for sin, uh sin uh, not only for brightling but for sin actually as well as any, many other brands but um yeah so uh, i i like the i like the colors i was just going to go back to to miami a bit because i was at the design district and there is no brightling boutique there yet but there was a pop-up store at that, that oh, when okay. a, they, actually there um i think they rented a place and that place is going to become the boutique but it wasn't ready I, I don't know what happened to the boutique or, or whatever, but the store was practically empty, but they made a pop-up store inside the space. Cool. If this makes sense. And super helpful staff. I, I, I messaged our common friend and uh, brightling Pope um, mm-hmm. about, the, about the experience. Really lovely staff. Um, and um, speaking of which, I have to get back to him. Um, reminded me of something. Yeah. Um, and I saw the pieces from previous years, and um, I have to say we talked about this. The, the colors, and you said it, and I, because I'm not really that accustomed to these pieces, uh, the colors that you see on the website are so. Even if you think it's not your favorite, they work so much better in real life. It's yeah. unbelievable. Did um, you see
0: the pistachio yeah. premiere?
1: Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah. Uh, it's. Still not my favorite because of the color, but I see why people say they love it. Yeah. Let's just let's just leave it at that. Um the salmon one is still my favorite. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, so what I want to say is if you see these watches, these new Navi timers, um whatever size is, whatever color, and you think, oh, this color is really not for me, please go and check it out in real life. Because They are absolutely different and I think much better in real life than than, than the pictures.
0: Yeah. No, they they showed us some some colors like uh, they have kind of a copper salmon color uh, on the Navitimer which is wild and then colors like mint green and ice blue. The ice blue um uh, was amongst my favorite. It, it was really an attractive watch. In some lights it looks silver and in some, some lights it uh it looks blue. Kind of an iridescent, translucent look. And as Balash mm. said, go check it out. The the Brightling boutiques, if you've got one near you, are really attractively designed. Most of them have a little bar oh, yeah. in there, which is oh, nice. Yeah. Get get a yeah. get an espresso, if nothing else. And uh I got a beer.
1: Well, good for you, buddy. You would, you would have, yeah, you would have loved that because I was there on Saint Patrick's Day, right? Oh, and I, but it didn't register with me. And I went in, and the lady was like, "Would you like a water?" And before that, I was a taghoyer. Cool story. I tell it at another episode. Um, but I was like, "No, no, they just gave me water, and it's fine." And she said, "Why don't you have a beer, Saint Patrick's Day?" And I said you know what? It is St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to have mind it before. if I do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, lovely stuff and uh very cool um interior indeed. Nice. Well, that's good. Maybe the coolest, huh? I I think they're my favorite <laughs> boutiques
0: now because they're welcoming.
1: Um Yeah. You know, Maybe some, the coolest. Yeah. It definitely f- feels more like a club. Yeah, clubhouse. Like almost. a lounge rather than a rather than a a, a, a boutique where you where you have to spend a lot of money absolutely Mm -hmm. cool stuff
0: so we're gonna get this out of the way and talk about the
1: uh yeah the the elephant yeah so not too enthusiastic
0: (laughs) you know Balash, i've gotta say
1: Say as
0: far as the show itself watches and wonders Mm -hmm. i think this year was one of the first years and and watches and wonders. I can now group in with Basil because there are their watches of all price level. It's not just the high end stuff like sahh was. Yeah. But this is the first year that nothing truly jumped out at me and said, buy me, take my money. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, uh, you yeah. go ahead and give your comment before we get to the big one. <laughs> Um,
1: i agree i, I have to agree um,
0: strange year strange it's, year
1: there's always something nice right i cannot say there i i didn't like anything it's not true but um, and i like the big one i like the big one from the big one really that's yeah, not be yeah i don't know why but you know i'm weird like that so
0: All right. Good. Well, I'm excited to talk about it because we're on opposite sides here.
1: Yeah. Let's not be too cryptic. I don't understand, uh, but I like it. And maybe I like it because I don't understand. Um, what are we talking about, Balanch? So we're talking about the (laughs) Day-Date. No. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about Rolex, obviously. And when we talk about Rolex, um, there were a bunch of models. There was an Air King, that was a Day Date 40, um, 40 millimeter case. That was a Yachtmaster forty two a Day Justin thirty one. And what I'm talking about is the, is the GMT Master two mm, Green Lantern Sprite. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Whatever River. it is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, black uh, black and green bezel GMT with the crown on the left and the date and the Cyclops on the left. So uh, if we want to use uh, tutor terminology than L- LHD, I'm guessing. Yeah, but... GMT Master 2 LHD. With the tutor, the date is still on the right. Exactly, exactly. The Pelagos, yes. I... It still looks like a gimmick, you know? You look at the picture, it still uh, looks like a gimmick.
0: It looks weird, and I and I know... I, look, I'm not left-handed, so I... Me neither. I... For, for all the lefties out there who are saying thankfully finally rolex made something for me well first off uh hope you can get it and number two uh, (laughs) more power to you really uh but
1: (laughs) but do you think this i'm sorry to cut you off but do you think (laughs) rolex really did this for left-handed people i'm not left-handed but i know a bunch of left-handed people and I never heard them complaining all oh, about the, the, the crown being on the wrong side. And some of them even wear the watch on the left wrist. Well, uh, but,
0: but is it maybe because they're forced into convention and because this is a right-handed world, really, Right, you, right, you know, right. and in fact, you don't have to go back too long where some schools tied the hand behind the back and all that good stuff. Yes, right. Yes. <laughs> so I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just find it to be so out of left field, and also, yeah, yeah, and and no pun intended there. But I, I also just find it weird, yeah. To, I mean, Rolex can do whatever they want, but I find it weird that they are focusing on such a niche type of piece, meaning you know, made for a, a very very specific uh crowd and then mm-hmm.
1: they won't be able to get it <laughs> so well that's that's yeah well that's another story but you're right
0: i mean it how how funny would it be like if they made people come in and, and said all right write something for me nope you can't buy it <laughs> <laughs>
1: or just throw a ball but, catch I wanna, it. but I want to get
0: it for my husband. For <laughs> nope, he's got to come in, or you're nope. not getting it. So
1: <laughs> you got to catch the ball first. Reflex. Yeah, him, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I like it because it's odd, um, but I also like the the Tudor Pelagos LHD. Um, yeah, I like I like that better. I I do. Um, oh yeah. Well, I also like that one. I, I actually that's my favorite. Of all Tudors still and we're going to talk about Tudor with the new releases but still the Pelagos is my favorite. Lukasz of all people, uh, our friend from Poland, he has one and I told you in in one of the episodes that I I, uh, test drove his watch during Dubai Watch Week and I didn't want to give it back to him. The LHD? Mm -hmm. Um, No, I think he has a regular one. Oh, okay. the Pelagos in general. I mean, the Pelagos okay. in general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, it's just a lovely watch. But for me, the the the
0: LHT. You know, you have the date and you have the crown on opposite yeah. sides, and it's balanced. And and again, it makes no sense because every right-handed wearer's watch has the basically has it, the date yeah. and the crown on the same side. But yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. convention. It's just convention.
1: So I I, yeah. I think it's a ballsy move for Rolex to do such thing because what was the last time they updated the Daytona? They changed the bezel.
0: Yeah. Well. You know, uh,
1: what was the last time they did such a, I don't want to use the word revolutionary, but you know, because it's not. But it's such a big move compared Sky-Dweller, to. Sky Dweller, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Because you don't really see. Two. Yeah. But other than that, you don't really see a lot of change. That's a different bezel. Now it's not an oyster. Now it's a Jubilee. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, the but last- I mean. The last and kind of sort of only weird watch in the modern
0: era they've done is the 1655, which is a hey, vintage watch now. So yeah, because that, that watch is just we've talked about it. It's it's completely illegible and looks like somebody was doing a little bit too much peyote. But I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. So yeah, oh, I'm goodness. with you. I I maybe I'll come down. I, don't hate it i just kind of get it on one hand they, they maybe didn't want to add a, a third gmt master to the line and steal and hmm. um yeah the, the the suggestions of either a coke or a black bezel piece just were were, were ignored and and they came with this the colors are are fine
1: they're nice yeah
0: they're, they're cool and yeah so yeah, just weird. And then, you know, the other piece, I I don't, well, there's two others we can talk about and actually one of them you didn't name, but I want to mention it. Uh, But before Mm -hmm. that, let's, let's talk about the day date because or day date, Mm -hmm. sorry, the air King, because that one was, was more than meets the eye. uh, Once you, once you start looking into it and for all those who didn't read the detail, they moved away from the thick Milgauss case and Debuted a new case with crown guards, but a smaller crown, mm-hmm. and they added loom to the three six nine. Added a zero before the five minute marker to give some symmetry, and brought in the. Oof, I'm gonna get this wrong. Is it the thirty two thirty with seventy 30, hours? Thirty two thirty. Yeah. There we go. So they upgraded the watch nicely. It's still forty millimeters. Um, I still don't like the dial. I, I just. Finding a bit of a mess. Uh, What did you think of the case in person? Or is it, is it, is it, 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 was it doable to shut the dial out of your, out of your head and, and focus on the case? Is it, does it look nice? (laughs) I mean, this, this case, it's a nice case. It confuses me, Balash, because this would have been like the perfect Explorer two case. Yeah. yeah and, and maybe you know because Rolex we saw they, they they already canceled some of these colorful oyster perpetuals after one year, maybe they'll cancel the Explorer 2 that they came out with last year, and uh, it'll be a two year run, and they'll put that in that case I wonder
1: I, the case is nice i i just um i cannot can't love the dial. I, it to me, it's it's just weird. It's it's been weird. So, mm, it's, I, and not necessarily the numbers. You know, the numbers are the numbers. That's okay. I don't like the the crown, the the, the gold crown with the green Rolex and the white, uh, yeah. Oyster Perpetual. It's just, I don't know. It it it. It's like it, a carnival. That mm, watch. It's and not yeah, in a good it's, way. It's not for me. I mean, I I if you love the watch, and if and if you can get it, man, don't listen to me. Get it, you know jump on it. It's just not for me. Um, the case is, is nice. I like it. The watch itself is, doesn't do it.
0: So, so I had said in my article, you remember the kind of prior generation air Kings that were 34 millimeters. Yeah. Uh, remember they made like a, a lovely blue dial that was basically an Explorer dial, but with a crown at 12 and, instead of uh, on a, an arrow, but it, just like a dark navy,
1: yes, yes, and very shinier. Huh?
0: Yeah, and could you imagine if they made that dial in that case? I think that would be fire.
1: Honestly, yeah, but yeah, but that dial is is much more classy. It's more of a Datejust dial. Well, no, uh, well, but you know, because you, you're missing the big numbers, you're missing the stupid logo with yeah, the gold but, and green,
0: but but. but just saying, if they if they had brought back that more subdued dial and put it in that new case, I think that would be.
1: If they do the dial with the three, six, and nine, and the indexes, yeah, that would have been perfect. Yeah, but Could with be. these numbers, these indexes, yeah, um, well, not indexes, but the big numerals and the green, green and and gold and white. That's that's what's not doing. I mean, I'd love to see the same watch, this Air King. With a white white logo and a white Rolex, because I I might just like the watch better then.
0: yeah maybe I, maybe I, I maybe. still find it too much going on and I I, yeah. I think the Air King for years was sort of this lost soul and mm. but if you now have this unique case at least for now we'll see mm. if they use it on anything else and, and gave it a classier dial I think it would be it would be pretty cool but we know they're not listening to me so. <laughs> Yeah, and and the third model I want to talk about, I mean, unless you want to talk about something else, um, was a watch that Rolex didn't send any PR info out on, but it was a also a new forty-two millimeter Yachtmaster in white gold, but with a falcon's eye dial, which is dark blue tiger's eye. So it's it's same family, it's quartz, but instead of being a brown uh, stone with stripes. It's blue, and mm-hmm. I'd invite you to look up the the Falcon's Eye master because it looks stunning. And and apparently there was one in the showcase there, but they didn't have it out for people to take pictures. Strangely,
1: I, I, I to be honest, I haven't spent too much time there at Rolex. So,
0: well, it uh, it's interesting. Like it, I think it re- retails for just a hair over thirty thousand euros, and. That makes it about, I think it's like 10 to 12% more than the new yellow gold 42 millimeter 42, on Oyster yeah. Flex.
1: Yeah.
0: So for a stone dial like that, that's kind of neat. Yeah. If you're going to spend 26 and a half, why not spend 30,000, right? So.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, this reminds me again, going back, I'm sorry, I'm going back to Miami again. I was at a hotel, I was getting into the, the elevator and there was a gentleman uh, next, a couple uh, next to me uh, with the, in the elevator. And the gentleman was wearing a, a Zenith Daytona with a white dial. They were, I think, Brazilians. Uh, I recall them speaking Portuguese. It could have been Portuguese. I'm sorry, I can't.
0: Probably. Not a big, th- big popular place for Brazilians.
1: Th- th- differentiate between uh, uh, Portuguese and Brazilian, but I'm guessing exactly for this reason it must have been uh, Brazilians. The gentleman was wearing a, a Zenith Daytona uh, um, um, Daytona, with a Zenit movement, white dial, and the lady was wearing a Daytona on a leather strap. Mm-hmm. And then you know what case material it was. gold baby. Well. Wow. So I was like, "Man, she's wearing a nicer watch than you or... are." <laughs> <laughs> and he said, and he said, "Yeah, but she likes the blink. <laughs> Mind you, this is a sixty-five-year-old about gentleman and a sixty-five-year-old lady. She was wearing the gold Daytona on Good a, for on them. a, on a wrap, um, leather strap and a gold buckle. Nice, but she well, likes to blink.
0: <laughs> and look at you striking up the conversation in the elevator. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was so it was so funny because yeah, it was both of them wearing the same watch. Uh, nice Daytona. Yeah, so gold. shall
0: we uh, move on to the uh, understudy tutor?
1: Yes, please.
0: So, I think most would say mm-hmm. that the Tudor release. Well, is- I, I don't know. The GMT Master was a huge was a huge uh, pressmaker for sure, but I'd say the Tudor release has to be top several in terms of publicity, right? At
1: least one of them. Yeah, I mean they they released the GMT and the GMT.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> T- Tudor came with um, a GMT based watch that we'll talk about and then they came with let's see a root beer gmt gmt Mm -hmm. and they came with new Uh, black bay chrono black bay chrono and they came with some two-tone black bays without um, you know without the bezels so yeah and those are notable for a reason we'll get into in a second but let's talk about the the big one the tudor black bay pro so yeah. what do you think about this watch i love the name first of all it's really like where's the rest of it <laughs> the, the black bay pro pro
1: why is it the pro because the amateur model is coming next month well <laughs> 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 the black bay pro um yeah uh 3720 euros mm-hmm. not a bad price yeah i'm with you hmm MT fifty six fifty two Kosk certified uh, manufacturer movement. Yep. Great. Thirty nine millimeter case, uh, not even forty. Riveted steel bracelet or not riveted, fake rivets, whatever. Still looks uh, vintage. Still looks fine. Um, I really don't care if it's new real clasp, rivets or right? not.
0: New hmm? clasp. The new clasp.
1: New, yeah. Or as as we say in Germany. Ooh. New claps. Ooh, claps. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's a good, it's a great looking watch. I like the steel bezel, the 24-hour GMT bezel. I like the case. Uh, I like the dial. Um, I like that the hand is kind of this, um, I, I, I call it faded orange, but of course it's more like a deep yellow. It's the same yellow that you have on the dial. Um I like the watch. I have to say, I, I'm I'm a fan.
0: So when I first saw it, I
1: mm-hmm. thought. I saw Not it again,
0: you know, well, I, I just thought, okay, you know, I, I remember talking to uh, G2 because mm-hmm. he was at the press release. And were you at the press release, by the way? No. Like when they when they debuted it. Well, no. You attended with me in the past at Basel, yes. and. Yes. They would, typically the videos they would show for each new watch they were showing had, if it was a historical model or or leaning on history, they would give some backstory and refer to some sort of a model that, um, you know, it's based on. Yeah. I asked uh, G2 about this one because I said, I'm very curious how they don't mention Rolex and the 1655 Explorer two. Uh, because this watch clearly looks a lot like it. And he said, there were no words in the video. (laughs) So (laughs) it was really just like landscape shots and Mm -hmm. hiking or something like that. So they just moved on. They moved on from that. And I think, um, look, it's a cool watch. Um, I, it, it has some neat elements to it. I, I know, you know, the big talk about it, the, the big detractor on it. Uh, is the thickness right so it's what 14 and a half yeah which i don't love and but i, I preached about this uh, aquastar fourteen eight before and it wears nicely i think Tudor's case sides are a bit slab like whereas a rolex has a bit of uh, curvature to it so mm-hmm. i i think that exacerbates the situation but you know they the uh, Black Bay 58 does wear nicely. I, I had my silver one on the other day. So
1: yeah.
0: I'm very curious to see what this is going to be like.
1: Did you try it on? No, no. no. I saw it. I saw it. Uh, I was at the booth. I wanted to catch Christoph. Mm-hmm. our friend but i i uh, i actually in the end i saw him a few times and shout out to christoph uh but i i did not uh i was unable to 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 actually uh, catch him um so i did not i only saw it in <clears throat> in the in this you know the display area walked around with i think i was th- uh, i was with probably lex and that's when i went to james stacy shout out to james stacy as well there's going to be a lot of shout outs in this show um but i mean again i i like the watch i, I think it's it's you know Tudor gives you this five year guarantee a warranty which you can you can transfer that's pretty cool thirty nine millimeter case pretty cool movement is nice seventy hour power reserve pretty cool um sapphire crystal waterproof to two hundred meters and you're paying three seven three four 30 20 30 if you want it on a rubber strap or on a on a nylon strap fabric strap you're really getting a lot of watch for your money sure huh?
0: i i totally agree and
1: and a gmt sorry <clears throat> an extra complication
0: yeah and, and there, there are still concerns about this movement which i, I still hear people apparently mm-hmm. having issues with it uh, i hear some who don't I hear some that do Tudor fixes them but Mm-hmm. That that's interesting that they've expanded it this year by this one and the and the rubier, but they they've expanded the, the the models using it. I should say, uh, it's good looking. And, and Tudor makes watches I think that are easy to like. They're especially for folks like us. I question sometimes though, people walking in who don't know anything about watches. I wonder. If they appeal, I, I don't see a ton of tutors out in the wild. Um,
1: I, I do. If, do you? Okay. I good. Do. Good. I mean, okay. I, I, I remember I told you at the, um, at, at the company, I have a lot of people mostly, yeah. mostly buying or, or well wearing um, either the burgundy yeah. or the new 58 or the 58 blue. Okay. Th- those three were the, uh, uh, or the big block. Yep there was a few guys, the big big block, which is not my favorite. I have to say, I don't like the big block too much, but the, 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 the Bergen, um, yes, the Burgundy as, and as well as the 58, I quite like those watches. Well, I, think, and I can, I can call like six, seven people having those.
0: I think they must be doing, I mean, they must be doing well. I just, mm. it, it, it's really a very vintage focused look on a lot of the watches, which, like I said, appeal to folks like us who, you know, it's just attractive for us. Um, uh, Some detail that the detail I think is neat is that molded loom. If I do, do I remember right? You and I were meeting uh, Sylvain Dole when he was head of Hamilton, I think, Mm -hmm. and they showed us some military watches that were using this molded loom. And I feel like that was the first time I ever saw it. This I don't know if this is the same or a little bit different, but it's kind of cool looking. It's cool. Yeah, without without the uh, white gold surrounds or anything. So. <clears throat> I dig it. I think it's uh, it's a neat watch. And then, of course, they, they at least answered the watch that I was hoping to see this year, which is the uh, uh, root beer. And yeah. I've not really heard a ton about this watch, but I think it looks pretty good.
1: But do you think it looks like a root beer other than the bezel?
0: <sighs> well, you know, Rolex doesn't people call the the current GMT master a root beer as well. And yeah. in my view, true, you do need to go with the uh, brown dial. And I, I think so too. I think Tudor played it a little bit too safe there. I think they should have gone for it. If any brand could do it, they could do it. And yeah. I think people would have gone nuts for it.
1: No, I, I agree. And I mean, for those of you who don't know, this is basically the Black Bay GMT, which came out – Eighteen, I think we were there. I remember at the yep. at the premiere, um, and so it's a GMT S and G, as in stainless steel or steel and gold. So it's basically a steel case with the gold middle, and then the black dial, as Mike already said, with the gold hands, um, and then the the GMT bezel is also gold with black on the top and kind of this root beerish uh, brown at the bottom. Um, What I kind of find funny is how the second hand and the GMT hand look very similar. Hmm. So it it would give me trouble if you know what I mean. Of course, to because it's similar in size, similar in shape. Both have the snowflake one, like at the tip. The GMT is at the tip. The second's not really, but still, it's kind of that's kind of awkward. Uh, But. Yeah, forty one millimeter steel case. Steel well uh, steel and gold case. So bigger than the uh than the GMT, the the Pro. Yeah. Um same water resistant sixty two uh 56, 52 movement again, riveted bracelet. Um comes in a on a on a um, um fabric strap again or on a I think on a leather strap yep so uh, basically the same options as you would have with normal uh, GMT which is still my favorite um, and um, 5190 euros on the bracelet or 4020 euros on either of the straps
0: but it's a it's a good looking watch polish it's, it, it, is.
1: It, is, it is it is it is it
0: is and it's nice to see you know for me at least a uh, an inlaid bezel like that versus ceramic. I still find something charming about a an aluminum inlay bezel. So mm. it looks nice. I, I think it was a good good release. Um, oh. And then there was a steel and gold chronograph, correct? Black Bay chronograph. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. have a gold dial? If I'm not mistaken.
1: Yes. So it's a it's a Black Bay Chrono SNG again. Forty one millimeter steel case. You know the two sub dials three and nine with the date at six. Screw down gold pushers, gold crown, uh, two tone uh, case, two tone bracelet, gold dial. Um, also comes on a bracelet for six seven sixty, or on the bund uh, leather strap for five five nine, or on a fabric strap again for five five nine. Um, same warranty, say, uh, same cost certified uh, movement. Not the same movement, but also cost certified movement. 200-meter water-resistant. Yeah. What else? There's plenty of options now. You can you can yeah. basically pick whatever you want in that chrono line. There's so many options.
0: Yeah. And then the last one that they came with, which I wrote an article on, um, mm-hmm. I just thought it was a bit of a sleeper, was the uh, Tudor Blackway. Black Bay Steel and Gold. So these are the ones with a smooth bezel.
1: and Yeah, in a bunch of sizes.
0: Yeah. They, they, they're literally... <laughs> what is it, 31...
1: 31, 36, 39, 41, something like that? Yes, sir. And each of them use
0: a different in-house movement. And what I like about this, because the stainless models use EDA movements, which Mm -hmm. is fine, and they still have the old smiley face writing. Mm -hmm. These are a move um, upscale, I would say. And what these also brought in that uh, we failed to mention on the Black Bay Pro is a crown that no longer has that little collar or that ring that Tudor has been using. Mm. So it's really close to a Rolex. And I, I stated in the article that these look a bit like the Explorer that came out last year, the two-tone one. And yeah, you're right. Difference being they come on a Jubilee-like bracelet Although it's it's like a five-link yeah. bracelet,
1: and two gold, three steel.
0: Yeah, with links. the middle steel-looking polished, yeah. so yeah. it looks nice. There's a black dial and a silver dial option, and then there's some ones with some stones and some. Not cheap. No, not cheap. Uh, bracelet looks really good. The clasp looks really good, but no, not cheap at all. They're um, forty-seven. Yeah, forty-seven hundred. Yeah. So mm. if not they cheap. bring all steel with this i think for call it three or slightly below i think those are going to be fire mm-hmm. i
1: think they'll do well yeah they they they're not necessarily my favorite but then again um i'm you're right with the explorer actually the more i look at it the more more i see what you mean yeah but i think
0: i just think they're uh just an interesting option, or it, for me, they weren't that interesting before. And now, at least, they're they're, they're nice looking watches.
1: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, absolutely, and because of the sizes, you can virtually get whatever you want, whatever size, whatever <clears throat> case material. His, her, um, his and hers. You his can his and do. hers, or father and son, <laughs> mother and daughter.
0: Yeah. So there we are with Tudor. Anything else That's you it? want to mention about them?
1: um no not really i'm still a pelagos fan but i like the 58 um but yeah that has nothing to do with these years releases so that's will <laughs> look forward
0: to seeing the pro I, I still remember last year around this time when mm. i was down in florida i had that horrible experience at a local jeweler who said even tutors they only sell to local people meanwhile you know they had plenty of stock uh well they were talking about the new tutors because i had asked about the silver model and uh Three, four weeks later I found one. So I'm sure I will find a uh a, a Black Bay Pro somewhere in the next several months to to try on. So well,
1: report back on it when you do.
0: I will. I will. So uh tag
1: Hoyer. Carrera which, Plasma.
0: Yeah, that was wild, right?
1: Oof. That's uh that's a lot of bling right there.
0: It is, but uh, there are a lot of folks I know who liked it strangely, and I I think it's fun. Um, This is the one with lab-grown diamonds, correct?
1: Yes, exactly, and they are kind of like, uh, how should I say, infuse the diamonds in the case. Wow, okay. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, What's the name? Um, I'm so bad. There is – in one of the James Bond movies, the Pierce Brosnan ones, there's a guy paid by an Asian – uh gentleman, Asian actor whose uh, face – Yeah. There's uh, like diamonds on his face yeah. or something. I can't, I can't remember. I think it Die Another Day must have been or – Could have been. The World is Not Enough. I'm not, it's either, uh, anyways, that's what it reminds me of. Nice. Sorry, Tack Well, there you Sorry. go.
0: Well, Sorry. I – Wasn't even going to go to the uh, plasma. I was, I was really only going to hit on uh, a trio of aqua racers and. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the first one I wanted to talk about is the thousand meter super diver. And look, I I have a soft spot for these over-engineered divers from anyone. And Mm -hmm. for tag Hoyer, I have, um, I think it's like an early 90s Super Professional, which is also a 1,000 meter diver that was actually developed by Hoyer. And I think some early ones were Hoyers and then they became Tag Hoyers once that that sale occurred. But it, it's a neat watch and it's a monoblock. And therefore, when I saw this new Super Diver, it just made me think of that. And I thought, wow, all right, that's pretty cool because Tag Hoyer is now dipping its toe back into making some... Pretty focused, weird watches, which I which I find fun, and mm-hmm. it's not a small watch. It's forty five millimeters, and I think oh. it's like sixteen millimeters thick. But it's all titanium.
1: It's a beast.
0: Yeah. Did you see it? Uh, yeah. Did you the try it? Beast.
1: On? No. I just saw. I uh, know. Um, I was in a rush. Okay. But I, I, I It's surprisingly light. Obviously. Yeah. For it's titanium, as you said, but it's a beast.
0: Yeah, that I mean, this would never work with me, but i I can appreciate it from afar. As the guy with the There's some neat details on it. Uh, Also, looks like a monoblock, and it has a crown guard to to avoid accidental opening of that crown. It has a rectangular shaped helium valve, and I think the most interesting. Part is that it has a Kinesi movement, which is really pretty surprising because Kinesi is 80% owned by Tudor and 20% owned
1: by, do you know? No. Chanel. I should Oh, yes, 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 sorry. Yes, we talked about this uh, at the fair. Channel, yes. Channel.
0: So that's that's a pretty wild uh, yeah, it's crossover there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, 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 the
0: watch is not cheap. It's it's over six thousand euros, and yeah. it's not a limited edition, which I think it'll be limited just because of what it is. But I really i I find it a fun release. I, I really do, and it's, it's not something I can wear, but I just find it fun. And I mean,
1: yeah, it's not cheap, but it's also uh, cost certified, so. Mm-hmm. Water resistant to a thousand meters, as you said, hence the name Professional Thousand Super Drive, Super Diver, Super Diver, Super, um, diver. Super okay. diver. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's probably the, the funnest of them all.
0: Yeah, and the other aqua divers we'll just spend a minute here are
1: the new Solar
0: Graph, um, and this is a kind of another another kind of wild release here. It it is a solar-powered Professional 200. So that's pretty nice because it's a 40 millimeter case and it happens to be black DLC coated in in this situation and Mm -hmm. uses has this like funky carbon and superluminova infused uh, bezel that looks like something out of the Matrix. Um, (laughs) The the solar movement is made by La Joux so yet another mm-hmm. wild crossover. Uh, La Joux Peré, by the way, just coming up all the time now. Citizen is is doubling down here, and which which is kind of neat. Uh, the watch is not cheap; it's twenty eight hundred euros. Which uh, I I can. What the heck was the price on the solar Cartier watches? Feel like it was ooh, somewhere around there, wasn't it?
1: Ooh, I can't remember. I think it is, and I remember so that then, makes but it I...
0: kind of a, a strange comparison. But still, uh, I like it, and I think they said that basically uh, it'll run for six months on on a full charge, and then mm-hmm. it'll start up after a couple seconds or something like that and light. So uh, it's a fun release, and but not cheap. No, not cheap. And then the last one is the, uh, aqua racer professional 300 orange diver. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. I find the, the new, it's been out for a year, but the, the professional 300s and the professional 200s, really nice looking dive watches. For me, it's sort of like tag, tag Heuer return to form from when I remember when they were so popular and. The orange one is is no different than the rest of the models aside from the fact that it's orange because it takes off of the uh, Monin case Hoyer 844 divers from the Mm -hmm. late 70s. So I just thought it was neat. It's uh, 3,100 euros and must say people in our comments section were pretty savage over the past week and a half, but the views on Tag Hoyer were awfully positive. So – I think that's a, uh, that's a bit of a, that, that's, that's a, that's a glowing endorsement from our readership to give, give positive comments about anything these days. And, uh, <laughs> they, they were really positive about tag Warrior. So
1: good for them. Absolutely. Um, uh, I, I, again, I'm so sorry, really. I'm going back again to Miami, but I was at a tag boutique. Uh, okay. I went, I went in and it was funny. Uh, the, uh, I was wearing a Monaco, you know that. Yeah. And I said, what the hell? I'm going to put it on. And it, as immediate as I walked in, the guy complimented on my watch. Oh, cool. And I uh, I, I, I heard his accent and I said, uh, you're German. And then he switched to German and he said, German I am. And uh, we had a great chat in German. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, then he turns threw you out,
0: out
1: of the store. No, t- I'm kidding. No, no, no. turns out he uh, he has a daughter with a Hungarian lady, so he spoke a little bit of Hungarian. Nice. And actually, he was traveling to Budapest to uh, hand over the daughter. They're, they're separated, and um, he was taking that the daughter was oh well, i don't know how old she is but he was taking the daughter to meet the mom and so they were meeting in budapest and he said i'm actually next week i'm flying to budapest so i don't want to tell his his name but albeit uh, probably know who, who he is uh, if you work at tack hoyer in, in uh, the miami area super nice guys shout out to to tack hoyer and uh shout out to the gentleman with a great chat um he's um um he was very interesting character. I don't want to. I don't want to disclose anything else because uh, he, he didn't allow me to do that. But but uh, and a super nice experience at the boutique. Uh, lovely. It's a small shop in the corner. Lovely interior. Um, if you're a Miami Heat fan and you know that uh, Jimmy Butler, A.K.A. Jimmy Buckets, is a Tag Heuer um, ambassador, It's full of his memorabilia, his pictures, signed balls and jerseys, and things like that. It's a cool little shop. And a very, very... Him, at least, was very lovely. Not everybody in the shop, I must say, but he was super nice. So nice. shout out to Tag Heuer in Miami cool. Design District. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah,
0: that's Tag Hoyer. And we're going to hit our last brand for this episode, mm-hmm. which is... Uh,
1: Le Grand Seiko.
0: A favorite of the team. Yeah, Grand Seiko. Oh, yeah. And I think they, uh, they brought something that, something they brought some Oof. interesting things
1: um oh yeah i was there to see okay it.
0: well look why don't we start off with one that is just sort of uh unobtainium but it, they're making 20 of these at 370,000 euros and I game. guess I hope that you were able to view what I think is one of the most stunning watches I've ever at least seen on screen the Grand mm-hmm. Seiko Kodo Constant Force Turbian.
1: Oh yeah baby.
0: 370,000 euros for yes just yes. 20 of these. So what was this thing like in the metal because it looks fabulous and I'm not one for these kinds of watches normally.
1: I was there with our main man Lex and okay. um, it was um, um, a great experience I have to say it was about maybe twelve press twelve to yeah ten to twelve press people in the room and uh, about the same amount of uh, Japanese people from the grand cycle so they were really hands-on with you know giving us the watches and taking it away and helping out making sure that nobody uh is uh lacking attention so as always super lovely um the one thing i told lex and the one thing i kind of mm, maybe it's blasphemy what i'm gonna say but what i don't like about this watch is that it looks just like almost any other auto luxury piece Ah, okay and this is something that i because you know when you see all the other releases from psycho they all look the same not not that they look the same but they have the same design dna sure. and i would have loved it not to be that skeleton for example okay but otherwise it's it's amazing i mean the the depth of that movement and the um the whole dial and the case is just just beautiful and then um we we i, I, I couldn't put it on obviously um, we had to wear gloves and it's a very expensive piece, so we would just rather just try to hold it and turn it, and and uh, look at the tourbillon, and um, kind of you know admire the deadbeat beat mm. ticking of it. Uh, but it's it's a beautiful piece. I, I, as I said, I would have loved it not to be that skeleton, but that's just me being nitpicky. Other than that, it's uh,
0: well. I I amazing. guess we will find this movement in future high end pieces from them or variations on it Uh, yeah it 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 was to me just a tour de force and even our uh our friend petros from omega uh, Mm -hmm. commented on it and he's he's a known uh fan of of japanese watches and he was really taken by it so yeah you've got got some well-respected folks out there who are really
1: impressed by this so no absolutely It's it's marvelous marvelous piece
0: so so in the more uh slightly, although still not an expensive realm, mm-hmm. Grand Seiko brought a new case design and mm-hmm. that is the Evolution Nine. So the Evolution series uh, has the White Birch, the White Birch Two, and now Grand Seiko has decided to create some sports watches and using drive, yeah. sort of the, the DNA of the the Evolution case, which is a a nice-looking case. It's got really cool flowing lugs with some really wide chamfers, and all three of the watches that they debuted, a Spring Drive Chronograph GMT, Mm -hmm. a Spring Drive GMT, and a Spring Drive Diver have crown guards and sort of beefier indexes, but still... Somewhat reminiscent of of the white birch. Um, I wrote up a couple of these, and York wrote up the chronograph GMT. I'm curious how were they in the flesh?
1: Um, it it was so I was wearing the the chronograph GMT mm-hmm. and the black one. and um also, uh, I think I had on the 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 diver. Um, it's funny because if it's on the wrist, obviously they're very light. Mm -hmm. and when it's on the wrist you barely see the 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 lugs okay so and i have a big wrist right so i just saw this huge dial with the bezel and these teeny tiny lug tips um and i think that that's what makes uh, the watch sit so comfortable on on the wrist um so it's a very strange design and i mean visually i mean but it was it was super comfortable um I tried on the um, both the GMT with the with the the bright dial and uh, the diver with the black dial and I think the G uh, the um as I said the, the chronograph they they all great they all I think the only thing that uh, Lex talked about or we talked about it is the that the the, the 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 bracelet feels a bit yeah um. They've
0: they've still kept the same ratcheting design. It looks a little bit inexpensive the way it's formed, doesn't
1: it? I wouldn't, yeah, but I wouldn't, maybe wouldn't even say inexpensive, but definitely ratchety, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's not a negative comment. It's just that it's, yeah, it's reminiscent of the older model.
0: So it's not, so first off, I think of the three, the GMTs, I think are really very attractive. Um,
1: The steel bezel, yeah.
0: But, the diver is pretty neat because the black dial is not just a black dial. It's got mm-hmm. this sort of wave pattern yeah. to it, which looks pretty amazing. I think yeah. it's, a, it's a big topic amongst Grand Seiko, Seiko fans. You know, when is the company and whichever brand – going Mm -hmm. to bring a true Submariner killer, or at least something that truly can go round for round with it. And I have to Mm -hmm. say on the looks front, even though, yeah, I could do without the power reserve on the front. Mm -hmm. If that power reserve weren't there, this watch is gorgeous. The other thing that of course is a bit tough for me, although, maybe I would have to try it on, but 43.8 millimeters is not a small watch.
1: No, Um, no, not at all. Although it doesn't feel too big, but it is big.
0: Grand Seikos are good like that. I, I I would love it for once not to have to caveat it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just, but but uh, the other thing is this one will retail for eleven thousand eight hundred euros, which is also
1: no small chunk of change, right? No, that's that's a submariner killer in terms of price.
0: Yeah, sure. so <laughs> it, it's it's more than a sub, and yeah, it. Uh, but it's it's I love the case. I really love the case, and it's titanium, which. I think with a forty-three point eight millimeter watch is is probably a good thing. Um, yeah, you I'm need sure, to. I'm sure it's a hell of a piece of quality, honestly.
1: It is, and but as you said, the the, the power reserve at nine um, with this wavy pattern dial and the date at three and the uh, the huge hands, I think it's just too much to be a mm-hmm. sub killer. But it's yeah. it's lovely. I mean, it's well, you know,
0: I. When, um, I'll look forward to seeing them, but again, it, it's going to be too large for me. It, it's just, mm. uh, it's closer and closer and closer. They get, I think, uh, it's just, where is that 40 millimeter diver? Maybe they could do 40 and a half or 41, but yeah, 43, eight is, it's just a big number, you know, when you start getting into that 43, mm. 44 range.
1: So, yeah. And I mean, we're nitpicking here, right? But these are, Amazing timepieces. So, oh yeah, we yeah. just <laughs> have to have to mention stuff that we feel it's not like they're they're, you know, lesser than than the sub or Tudor or whatever the case may maybe. They're really wonderful, and the people there are super lovely. Oh yeah, uh, it's, it's yeah, it's just now, you need I guess to balance the, out
0: the GMTs, eighty five hundred mm-hmm. euros and forty one millimeters. So to me, that's a that's a pretty neat piece and the white the the, the silvery white dial is kind of white birch like. So, yeah. I know that has the power reserve, but hey, you know there are people who really like that and I think um I think these will do well. I really do. I think that they these the GMTs to me put up a bigger fight perhaps than the diver versus something like Rolex.
1: Yeah but 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 uh, really the, the star of the show is really the white birch, isn't it? Well, the... Of y- all the models. I, to me, what yeah. I saw. It's... Yeah, there... And it's uh, not a GMT, not a diver, not, not nothing. It's, boy, wow. When I saw that watch in real life, and that was the first time.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah, wow. The dial's pretty impressive, isn't it?
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, and the chronograph you tried on, I'm... Yeah, sort of neither here nor there on that versus the other two
1: mm-hmm. now I, I had the chrono as I said I had the, the the diver the black dial I'm just looking through my looking through my pictures and then I have uh, the GMT with the white dial and then I have what is this this is the GMT with the black dial and then you have the white birch boom
0: so then, then there's another piece that uh, we should mention here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw these. Did you see the manual wind models that they released? I don't think they were really available to photograph, but there were two, the SPGW 283 and the SPGW 285.
1: Yeah, I've seen it. The 83, the the the, the blue one. Yeah. From the Allegence collection.
0: Yeah, so yeah. This so is on. This is the 37.3 millimeter with the 9S64, and G2 has the sort of cream dialed version, SBGW235 with bracelet, which is a JDM model. and mm-hmm. these come on what looks like I don't know, is it uh, alligator or crocodile or something?:
1: Yeah awesome then.
0: How was that blue in person because beautiful. I beautiful. Yeah, I emailed the uh, boutique here and said, hey, when that comes in, I'd like to see it.
1: Beautiful. It's something of a silvery, like icy blue, like a silvery blue color. Yeah. Um, mind you, the, the, you know, the room is usually dark with those little stupid spotlights, so it's maybe not the best, but um, it was more... Actually, if you look up the website, the color is very very similar to mm-hmm. to what you see originally um it's less blue i, I think it's more icy but it was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful so um this you should definitely check it out when 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 it comes to the boutique yeah
0: that that watch definitely fits my wrist well and mm-hmm. i'd love to get the bracelet that uh, g2 has but i am uh I'm interested to see that dial. That was a that was a bit of a sleeper release and it's a regular production model which is cool. And mm-hmm. I'm happy that they've stuck with that thirty-seven point three millimeter case with manual movement. They have with all their new movements and technology, it's nice that they've they've kept that one around. So mm. yeah, I'll go check that out. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well Balash, it has been a
1: A lot of watch talk. Lengthy. (laughs) First episode here. A lot of watch talk. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And uh, I think we hit a lot of the big names. The next one, we'll we'll hit some smaller uh, smaller brands. And I think, um, yeah, good show.
1: Yeah. Um, Let's see what we have in store for the next episode. I think we've pretty much gone through the big ones. Maybe we haven't mentioned Patek and whatever, but... Um there are plenty of plenty of uh mediums who, who talk about this and we have some new stuff coming up in the next episode, so Absolutely. let's see.
0: All right, Balash. Well with that, Mike is out. Balash
1: is out.